Welcome to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach. And if you are here, you know that you do not have a soul. You are a soul and you have a body and you came here to be independent of circumstance. Episode 123, coming to ya. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am so excited to share this episode with you. It's so good. Okay, so I want to let you know first that I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. As you know, we do that in the Light Goddess program with imagination, humor, and the wild creativity of the divine feminine by dissolving subconscious blocks and old patterns to running a business on intuition and feminine flow. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. So this episode is called Trust for the Unfolding. And I have to share this dream with you that is very, very specific. So I had this dream that there was a Facebook hacker and all the Aquariuses decided to leave Facebook because there was this Facebook hacker that was somehow um, disabling Aquarius's Facebook accounts with the musical key of E. So I don't know about you, but I think that it's like a really bizarre and very specific dream. It's very odd. Okay, so I had to share that with you. And speaking about, you know, just things that like unfold and I had I had to tell like an Aquarius friend of mine about this and she's like, well, I have been not too keen on Facebook. And I was like, I know. And so many of my clients, so many of you out there I talk to and myself, we go through these phases with social media and then some people have an acute just shutdown to social media. But we have to realize that is the place where you are kind of like in the town square and you have this this bullhorn where you can say hey look everyone you know the soap is for sale for 25 cents over here and the shirts for sale over here and these are the wares and the goods that I have in my storefront you know your 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 website or your online presence however you do that iteration is your storefront and the town square where you tell everyone about your storefront is social media, right? And so we, you know, we have to, you know, you don't have to use it, but it's it's a really important way to let people know about your storefront, that your store is there and to come on in. And so we, most people I know go through a phase and I, I often coach people on, on just getting out of that acute resistance to doing social media at all. And we work on, on, on dealing with the blocks there and the resistance and the issues there. But a lot of times it's just a phase. And I went through my phase where I just needed to be away from Facebook. It was driving me crazy. It just wasn't seamless. It was so many glitches. Like somebody was saying that they're back in systems that the programmers just like did programs on top of programs on top of code on top of code. And it's just like a maze and a zoo. And it's just like ridiculous. And who knows what the truth is there. But you know, the point is, is that things that function don't and all of these things and they have like no support, right? And so getting to the point that 
I had to take my phase and stay away from it for a while to just let myself let all that calm down. And I used other platforms and it was really beautiful for me because now that I'm back dedicated to Facebook and the beautiful group that is available to you called Activate Your Goddess, it has been really fun. And it's come from a really organic place and a place of love for the people and the community that we're building together rather than this kind of have to do this business type of thing where, you know, and that's, that's really what's so important. Where are you coming from inside with your business? Are you coming from have to shoulds? Are you coming from status, competition, internalized patriarchy? Um, you know, these ideas about, are you coming from a defensiveness, feelings of inadequacy, feelings of inferiority inside of you? Or are you coming from love, from that intuition, from that heart feminine flow, from that really guided space inside where you just back off without backing off? You know, you let it go without giving up. You know, you're taking action, but from a relaxed place of trust and chill and and really relaxed place. Um, that it really different different places that you're coming from inside yourself as you're approaching your day-to-day, all of your tasks, your business as a whole, and your work on client acquisition and your work on growing your revenue. So what I wanted to talk to you about more specifically today is the the journey and the process and that so often we just want to get to the outcome. We always have that urgency and want to get to that outcome so bad and so fast because of how we think we're going to feel when we arrive. And so you want to know when you get to your current revenue goal, and you should have actual numbers that you can just say to someone with ease because that's the work you want to be doing around money. We do that in the White Goddess program. Um, But what is your current revenue goal? What is your current yearly and what's your current monthly revenue goal? And um, or you can do quarterly if you want. But whatever those numbers are, what do you want? What are the top three things that you think you will feel when you get there? Because that is your work. Um, that's your, for, for lack of, you know, let's not use the word work. Let's just use the word explore, exploration, adventure, uh, journey, path. That's your adventure. That's the adventure that you're on right now is to feel that way now and to let that unfold inside of you to grow in your capacity to have those emotions and that embodiment now. And what we do we maroon ourselves in this occlusion within ourselves when we just try to get those feelings now or try to rush. And we're on this continuum. We're either on one side of it where it's like joy seeking, complacency, kind of not really working our business from an intentional focused place. Or we're on the other side of the continuum where it's like urgency, you know, haste, hurriedness and pushing and Um, this vibe of very constricted and stressed and worried. And we want to play around and dance in that middle zone where we can really be on the adventure and on the journey and allow for the unwinding of all the junk, all the hindrances, all the challenges inside of us, you know, the work that we do, this work that we do, right? And also allow for the beautiful unfolding of the magical mystery you know, 
co-creating that with spirit, you know, walking this path with spirit, letting spirit show us what's even better than we imagined, but being that energy and embodying that place and practicing and imagining, envisioning that place where we want to be. And that's that beautiful middle road where, yes, we have to unwind the subconscious shit that arises within us, all the emotions that come up, all the thoughts that want to take our mind into a distracted place away from where the beautiful place is that we really can sink into the trust of our journey and the feminine flow, the knowing, the intuitive guided place. And that's really the feminine way of business, right? It's really letting go of the masculine driving way. And and it's not that there's not the positive side of the masculine and there's not that um, we don't have the masculine within us, but as women right now, we're being called to be models of what feminine business looks like for others, for those that are coming behind us. And we are called to make the, you know, to make it a, a beautiful place for the feminine authority to rise and be in the world again, um, to have a place and to not be trivialized and to be respected and honored and revered. And to bring the goddess back in that magic and to anchor feminine values in the world again. And so to be in that feminine, it's really this journey for every woman. It's so individual, but it's also there's so many similar threads, right, that we all are allowing these old paradigms and ways of being and inherited um, lineages inside of us to unwind as we are also allowing the external journey to unfold and it's really beautiful it's really magical and it's really tough at times right really has a lot of challenges at times and um i want to tell you a story about my rabbits I have two rabbits that are a bonded pair and one of them's name is mr chester and he's been with me the longest of the two and his mate's name is Meadow. And anyway, so Mr. Chester, he, his first six months was with someone who picked him at, up at Roll King, you know, this, this tractor, truck and tractor, like, store, like, in the country, right? Bought him there, didn't know what the hell they were doing with rabbits, didn't know anything about rabbits, and they, and they need neutered, especially males, house rabbits, and so forth. And otherwise, they get really territorial and really aggressive and mean, and particularly males. And... And they, you know, beat him. Who knows, like, what they did to him, you know. And they left him with no water in the winter, his froze, water frozen. I mean, can you imagine the panic of not having water, you know. And this poor dude, right. Well, anyways, so this dude, like, he's just, like, he's a trooper. He rallies, like, like no one. And he's just this amazing spirit, this amazing soul that wants to be on this journey with me. And I just lecture these people like, what are you doing? You got this rabbit, you need to do right by him. And second time around, I finally was like, can I just please adopt him? And I thought, you know, I'm going to take him, get him neutered and adopt him out. Well, I wanted a dog. <laughs> well, he ended up staying with me. And we've been on this journey together and the point of the story is this magical unfolding that because of his early abuse that he was aggressive um one of our first weeks together i ended up in urgent care because i picked him up by my thumb their teeth are very sharp and dangerous and razor sharp 
and he was like clenched and and clamped onto my thumb with his teeth he like bit through nerves and I didn't have like nerves for years and then it like they came back years later and then like even just this past year they finally like fully kind of kicked in I believe um and the nerves finally like fully healed but because it takes a really long time for nerves to heal but um I've had it happen twice actually (laughs) but um so I ended up in urgent care you know like he was aggressive and um and just dastardly and dangerous and I had to develop a certain way to hold him and to put my hand on him and to read every little body language cue of how he was going to jump and bite and and just turn immediately and and just be upset and and assume and I had to develop that immediately with him otherwise um, it was dangerous for me (laughs) so so I developed a way to be with him and you know created the space where he was loved no matter what he did and I can't say that I didn't get upset sometimes because it's so painful when they bite so hard um it's like it bleeds immediately even just a tiny little pinch it's like a it's a pinch and it bleeds and it leaves scars and so you know there was times especially at first where I'm just like you're going in your cage you know and shut the door and just be like ah you know just frustrated that energy I would show up to him with it was a frustrated energy and put him in his cage but there was no abuse and and uh and there was you know some harsh words sometimes but as the years went on I you know just kept backing off of my energy like that around him it was just like no I got to come with him to him with love and stop being frustrated for him just responding in whatever way he's scared and feels like he needs to respond no matter how safe it's always been no matter how he's always been loved and cared for and safe and not been hurt you know he just has that reaction inside him but it's our energy right it's our energy um you know it's it's what he could feel inside of me that even though I didn't like hurt him physically or, or do anything except just, you know, put him in his X pen and shut the door, that he could feel that energy inside of like frustration or annoyance, um, or upset or pain <laughs> when he like bite me in the nose. So I had to really develop a different relationship with him and, and, and it took that time and, and I really did. Well he almost died four or five times we were in a vet's office in Vail, Colorado with with uh, mocking jays outside and ended up in a car dealership with my alternator out in St. George, Utah. <laughs> we took a 2,000-mile trip across the country, and it was less of a trip and more of a pilgrimage. But needless to say, um, there was a couple of the times where I don't even know how he survived with what I ended up finding out about GI stasis and um, the proper way to care for that in a rabbit and with like finding like the top bunny vet in the world in San Diego where we lived and really knowing how to like treat that properly and so forth. It's like stuffing baby food down his throat. And this past time that it happened when we moved back to Wisconsin, he, you know, looked at me and I just intuitively knew that he was like do not do this to me again you know it's been four times I'm pretty sure that was like the fourth or fifth time that it happened once was like because he got neutered he didn't come out of it well and went into GI stasis another time was because like a dog scared him another time was because of the trip even though like I I tried to like prepare for it properly but anyways um 
so you know each so it's like four or five times he's almost died from gi stasis like if you don't know about rabbits gi stasis is this thing that rabbits go into where they they stop having gut mobility and they die within like four days like you have to treat it immediately and acutely and accurately otherwise they're gone and i've lost a rabbit to that and it's just because vets don't know what the hell they're doing and you have to really have a vet you know that knows about it or you have to figure it out yourself and know what the hell you're doing and and make sure you do the right things for it but so here's the fourth or fifth time right and he's almost, you know, he's like dying and he won't eat and he's not pooping, he's not eating, you know, it's not going to be long that he's going to make it. And, um, he just begged me, he's like, just don't, don't do this to me again. Do not stuff this food down my throat again. I, I don't want to do it. And so I just listened to his heart saying not to do that and he was just barely mobile, like, hanging out on the floor and stuff. And this whole time, because of his abuse history and not being a rabbit that I could really nuzzle and kiss and hug because he would just, like, assume or think the worst and just be bitey. I could pet him and sit there. He'd come running up to me. You know, I held him and could kiss him when I was holding him and nuzzle him when I was holding him. But that was it. There wasn't any, like, cuddles, like a dog or, like, a cat or, like, some bunnies where you could just lay all over them and cuddle them and nuzzle them and all of that. You know, it was just not that kind of relationship. And so this time of him being, like, close to death here on the floor, I was like, oh, you know, and I got to nuzzle him. And I knew he was dying, so I was grieving so bad. And I had to, like, I was kind of given the intuition to stop grieving and just be fully present with love with him. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever done is to just stop being in that grief, knowing that you know just like my last couple of days with them and and I had to back off just hoping that he would make it and I just was present I sent him love I embodied that loving vibration inside my own body that he could feel you know instead of the grief and the fear and the longing and the sadness I embodied just love and I just sent him love and I felt love and I was just present and I was with him and I was looking in his eyes and I got to nuzzle him this whole time and I never got to do that. I never got to put my face by his and just hug him and cuddle him and be with him. And it was so amazing, even though, you know, the time that it was. And he pulled out of it. And I 100% believe it was because I gave him that space of a loving space saying, you know, stay with me. And, you know, I'm not ready for you to go, dude. Like, do you want to stay? You know, and I came with love. I changed my vibration inside. And there's two points to the story. One is that that's the way that you make money is your emotion that you have inside yourself is your energy. It's your vibration. You know, people talk about it in a thousand different ways, right? But it's the emotion that you have inside you. You have the ability to control it. Now it takes time. It takes practice. It takes moving the mind out of the way by doing the work we do with mindset and doing the work we do with getting into the feminine intuition and out of the masculine and out of the logical reasoning brain and into our pure channel flow and out of the mind, out of the mind dominance. So it's that work that we do to, to really be able to work with your emotions in a way where you're controlling it. 
you're at the empowered state. You're the one that is choosing and deliberately and purposefully creating your life moment to moment to moment. It's not to say that emotions won't arise. So just understand that. And, you know, we do that powerful work in the light goddess, you know, where you learn those skills. But that is what you need to do with money inside of you is be where you think you're going to be when you get there. Be there now and have that be the practice throughout your days as you're working on your business and working on your tasks. The other point to this story is that it was years of unfolding for me now that he's just his normal happy self, plucky, you know, just really spunky, awesome Leo bunny. Just He's just so bright and loving and he's just an amazing personality and comes running up to me to get a hug. And now he'll let me nuzzle him on the floor and cuddle him. I still have to make sure that I have the right energy inside me. If I have like one thought that's off, he'll turn and he'll be like, what the heck? And he'll startle or sometimes he'll even react. So, but especially when he's sleepy, I can have more space and grace to just be with him and nuzzle him and cuddle him since that happened. So it took years, but it was this beautiful unfolding of where our relationship is now today that I have this magical, amazing time with him because I just accepted our journey and was on the adventure with him. And it has been an adventure, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> like, it's been an adventure with this rabbit, I'll tell you what. It's putting, like, ceramic tiles in the freezer so he, like, wouldn't overheat in, like, 100-degree temperatures with no AC in San Diego it's just like when I first got there and I'm like working 87 hours a week and it's just like oh my gosh it's been an adventure with him but um we're just in this amazing beautiful place now with our relationship and I get that amazing time with him and I also you know had this amazing teacher because animals always are teachers a lot of people don't realize how much they are teachers to us and how much um they have to, to offer and teach us if we can only listen but but he you know taught me real life how to work and control and control is not really the right word but how to play and dance with my own inner vibration with my own emotions and, you know, I've had a lot of the work I've done in my life on this, but he was this awesome teacher on that. And so I allowed for this magical journey to unfold and what magic came. I mean, my gosh, this, this magic that came, I never could have imagined that I'd get this relationship with him. And so these points I want to share with you about your journey with money I know that sometimes it's like I just want to you just want to get there you just want to do client acquisition you just want to have the clients you just want to have the money now but that energy is not going to magnetize you to it it's only going to keep you further away and it's going to disallow the learning or the things in there the part of the unfolding of your journey that you need for your clients that you need to do the work that you're meant to do here the beautiful work that spirit has for you that you're meant to do that beautiful unfolding there's things you need to learn understand and embody yourself and this process right now is part of that journey this is the work of the light goddess is being it embodying it being able to really have mastery and fluidity with your own vibration and 
it's a process it's an unfolding it's an unwinding so just allow for it all and um just enjoy your journey just really see what where you can find the magic in it there's so much magic there really is if you can get still enough inside yourself to have a kind of thrown in your face and pointed out to you everywhere i mean just today there was these amazing thunderstorms two and two with this pocket in the middle where i could run errands where there was no rain and i had lightning almost like lap me in the face be like here's your thunderstorm you're wanting thunderstorms and um and there they were for me i mean it's just there's so much magic if you can have the ears to hear and the eyes to see and just get a little bit more stillness inside, get a little quieter inside, and really bring in that joy and the magic and the love. All right, y'all. This is a really powerful episode. There's actually a lot in here. So I want you to really um, let your consciousness, let it float around your consciousness. Let it spin around there. All right, I'm sending you so much love. I will talk to you next episode. You've been listening to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. That is over at lifecoachjude.com. You can get into a coaching consult with me if you'd like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money. Head on over to lifecoachjude.com and subscribe. I will see you there.